ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to the Magic Kingdom. To all who come to this happy place, welcome to Uncovering Disney Magic. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my wife, Rachel. She's a travel agent with the company Small World Big Fun, where they make big fun easy. She specializes in Disney destinations all around the world. Together, we have a combined 50-plus trips to Disney destinations. So now we invite you to sit back, relax, and let us help you uncover the magic. Welcome to episode 15 of Uncovering Disney Magic. I'm Rachel, and this is my husband, Zach. Hello from wonderful Northeast Ohio. We are on episode two of our three-part series of our most recent Walt Disney World Disneyland vacation. Um, So if you're not totally familiar with what's going on, last week, or last episode, we talked about the half marathon experience that we had. This episode, we're going to talk about Walt Disney World, and next episode, we'll talk about Disneyland. So before we get started with all of that, we just wanted to give you guys a little bit of housekeeping update. So as we've talked in the past, in the past couple episodes, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge will be opening soon at Disneyland and Disney World. It will be opening in phases, so phase one is supposed to open Disneyland May 31st, and phase one will open in Disney World on August 29th. If you want to avoid this and still go, or if you just want to be there and immersed in everything, uh, please let us know. We'd love to get something on the schedule for you. Also, just announced like 10 minutes before we started recording this, um, the NBA experience at Disney Springs, the opening date was just released for that. It will be opening August 12th. Um, We'll talk a little bit more on that once we get some time to plan out um, talking about that in a future episode. Yeah, so now more than ever is the best time to be in Walt Disney World so or Disneyland. So celebrate Mickey and Minnie's 90th birthday by visiting Walt Disney World and Disneyland theme parks. Uh, Disney Cruise Line itineraries are now available into 2020. So if you are a big planner ahead, this is a good time to get something on the schedule and get something uh, planned out for that. It's also good... Um, because you can pay a little bit as you go along. So if this is something that would be a really big venture for you, you can put your deposit down and then make payments and give you a little bit more time than trying to go for spring break or this summer even. Uh, Speaking of planning ahead, if you want to travel to the Walt Disney World Resort in 2020, please send me a message to get on my list of families to meet with a little bit early. Packages are still anticipated to come out mid-June as usual, but with so much going on with all of the different parks, I want to make sure that um, you and your family are ready to go and we've had the conversation so that when packages are available to quote and book that you can get what you want because I mean there's a lot of stuff going on and the sooner you book the better chance you have of getting exactly what you want when you want to go. If you heard that that was our Alexa. Alexa something's been a home run. That's terrifying. It looks like it's about to say something else to us too. Stay tuned. No that's it. All right. That was creepy. Okay. 
Whatever it was was a home run, though. We need to turn that off. We're being invaded. I'm always worried about this kind of stuff, you guys. Like, technology is going to take over the world. And Zach has totally immersed our house in technology. Like, we're going to die. It's so funny because we were talking about not editing editing this one. This is going to be our first one edit. We're leaving this in here. It just so happens that the first thing that could possibly be edited wasn't our fault. So that's hysterical. <laughs> We're not editing that. We're leaving this in here. You're all welcome. So, uh, anyway, finishing up mousekeeping. Uh, finally, we're tr- <laughs> yeah, we're trying to improve this podcast. <laughs> Funny, yeah. Let's not get Alexa in Sorry. here. So, we're trying to improve this. So, if you have 45 seconds to give us some input, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, it's just this short little survey on what we can do better, what you would like to hear from us, and stuff like that. Uh, There's not a question about Alexa talking in the background, so we'll just leave that out as well. Yeah, we. I'll put the link to the survey in the notes, so if you just scroll down to the bottom about, like, whatever, podcast details or whatever, right. episode details, it's it'll be in there. So please take 45 seconds of your life and tell us how we can be better. Okay, um, you're going to talk about Disney World? Yep, let's do it. Okay, so we arrived to Walt Disney World on Friday. We landed in Orlando. We flew into MCO. We rented a car and drove straight to the Wide World of Sports, but we're not going to talk about that on this episode. If you want to hear about our experiences at Wide World of Sports, listen to the previous episode. Right, so after all of that, we checked in. We stayed at the Beach Club Villas. Um, Our room wasn't ready yet, which was fine, so we just dropped off all of our stuff at Bell Services, and we met uh, Rachel's sister over at ESPN Club for lunch. Yeah, so a quick fun fact on that, and she hasn't responded to my text message, so I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but my sister is actually an Imagineer at Walt Disney World, so we are working on getting her on the podcast in the next few months to talk about all of the incredible things that she's been working on, so stay tuned for that. Um, One of the survey responses said that people wanted to hear some interviews, so Listen to how exciting my sister can be. Right, so we went, yeah, we went from ESPN Club and we went right next door after we ate lunch to go to Ample Hills Creamery, which we've talked about that a few times. It is probably the best ice cream on property. I don't think we've talked about it since they redid their waffle cones. Oh, yeah, it's no longer Crush and Flush, even though I still call it Even though Zach's still going to call it that. So they they just made them thicker. I mean, so now they taste great and they are actually usable. So that's really exciting. Right. So after Ample Hills, we headed off to Epcot. We had a little bit of time uh, before dinner that we could kill. So we headed off to Epcot and just walked around there for, it was probably a little over an hour, but we just burned some time before heading back um, over to our room and got our stuff up in our room. Yeah, so our plan, I mean, it's interesting because we are fortunate enough to go to Disney so often that we have kind of settled into, you. we don't have to go, go, go. You know, we don't have to start with a day of fast passes and make it really busy and all that kind of stuff. Right. So really our only thing to do well, definitely was to go to Wider World of Sports, see my sister and eat dinner. Right, and we, we had a couple fast passes um, they were supposed to be in the afternoon at Magic Kingdom, but we ended up canceling them before we got there uh, just because we, we knew we didn't want to try to rush around and run around and wear ourselves out <laughs> with being there for a couple hours. Right. Yeah, so we went over to Disney Springs and went to Chef Art Smith's. Now, I don't know what happened, but 
I could have sworn that when you looked at what time happily ever after was when we booked our initial dining reservation that fireworks were at nine and for whatever reason i checked the app and fireworks were at eight that night yeah and that was while we we were sitting right outside a six o'clock dinner reservation at disney springs and i was exceptionally bitter because you cannot take a bus directly from disney springs to any of the theme parks so you needed to go to one of the um, monorail resorts and then get on the monorail and go to the Magic Kingdom. So I was mad because I wanted to see the fireworks and like we usually allow more time for that than for transportation and moving. Right, and we so we sat down, we got seated probably just after 6, so it was probably 6.05. We got an appetizer, we both got, uh, we split the... um, what are they, the hush puppies? Uh, with the, Those are great. With I use I dip it in their hot sauce. Their hot sauce is great. But you, what do but you it's, use? But it comes with pimento cheese right. and red pepper jelly. Which I will say that they have some very strange combinations of things. But it's great. It somehow works out. Use it right. So we had that, and then I had the chick, fried chicken sandwich. And what what did you have? You had it's it. It's a, it's called the Country Club Sandwich or something. Right. It's grilled chicken with bacon and cheese and the red pepper jelly. And it, I really like it. It's very good. Right. And it just so happened, I mean, our food came out super fast, which which was great for what we were trying to do. We didn't say anything to the, the waitress or anything. It but just we so happened that... we were seriously leaving by like 6.40. Yeah, it was 6.40, 6.45, somewhere around there. And it's like, well... Let's do it. We're going to make it over there. Yeah, I was so, so happy. So what we did was we got on a bus to the Polynesian. Mm-hmm. We took the bus to Polynesian and hopped on the monorail. And we got to uh, Magic Kingdom. It was probably around 7.30, 7.40. We had 20 minutes before the, the fireworks even started. So we were able to get a great spot and watch the fireworks. And I think we headed back directly after that. Or you know what? No, we went on, we went on Haunted Mansion. We got a fast pass. Yeah, because we... We always try to do something right after fireworks to let the crowd down down a little bit before at the bus stop. Um, so we got a fast pass for Haunted Mansion while we were uh, standing there watching the, or before the fireworks started. So it gave say, us a I half was not hour on my phone during the fireworks. Well, yeah, it wasn't during; it was right before. <laughs> but yeah, it gave us a half hour in between the fireworks and us leaving. Yeah. So that whenever we did get back to the bus stop, there was minimal wait right. for the bus. Yeah. So. And Friday. Yeah. Saturday was a really good day because we started at uh, Hollywood Studios and we did not have any fast passes for Toy Story Land. So we were going to try to rope drop Slinky Dog. Right. But it didn't work. Right. We we got there. Now, I We think should explain what rope drop is because that's a question that yeah. I get a lot. Do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? You can go for it. Okay. So basically what happens, let's say that a park opens at 9 People start lining up at like eight, eight yeah. with anticipation of not having a fast pass for something and wanting to book it to whatever ride they want to go to to be first in line. So they literally have, and I mean, not in all of the parks, but they literally have ropes keeping everybody out. And when they take the ropes away to let everyone in the park, that's called rope drop. Now, when the park opens at nine, depending on where you are and what time of year it is i guess rope drop can be at 8 30 yeah they can yeah they'll let you in before it or 8 42 like it's just it's it's almost like whenever the crowd starts building up it's like well 
we got to let these people in somehow or sometime, so we'll just do it now. Right. So we got there probably about 8.50-ish, I would guess, and park opened at 9. And whenever we got there, people were already right. in the park. So we just walked in. We walked back to Toy Story. Um, we were going to go on Slinky Dog Dash, but we saw there was already like a 45-minute, 50-minute wait. Yeah, and we had dining reservations. Right, so we weren't going to wait in that line, but we ended up going on Midway Mania, which we waited two minutes. I mean, we almost walked Minimal. right on. It, the wait was how long it took to get to the ride. Right. So we we went on that, uh, got out of it, and then there's a new land that opened up... Uh, what is that? It's just the Incredibles. I don't know what they want to, or what the well, land we is went, called. We went to eat. We first. went to see, we we saw it though. We it didn't open. The land didn't open until oh, 10 it's not or really even a land. It's just yeah. a road. Yeah. So we got we saw it real quick and then we went over um, and ate breakfast at Hollywood and Vine. Yeah. So Hollywood and Vine is definitely one of my favorite breakfast places, and I feel like we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where Zach gets his breakfast tacos, but I like it because they have chicken sausage on their omelet bar station thing and no other places do that i know of so i always really like going there and the characters are fun it's disney junior themed for breakfast so watching all the little kids see all their favorite characters is always really exciting for me so we did that and then we went back over to that area because it was open at the time oh that's right that's why we didn't go in because it wasn't open yet right so we went back right after breakfast i got to meet edna mode which was super cool. She doesn't, I mean, she doesn't talk or anything, but they had the cool, like, action music, and you got to go through her little testing area. That's that's where the standby line was, and it was super cool. So she signed my autograph book, and we took some pictures, and then by that time, the Jack-Jack Cookie Num Num stand was open, and I say that with a straight face because it's a warm skillet cookie, sans the ice cream, but it was Phenomenal. It was a little overbaked, but yeah, which it, surprised me a little because it was like ten in the morning. Well, that's why I think it's it like, may they may have made them earlier in the morning, knowing that these are going to be the first batch. They may have sat there for a little bit, probably. But they were still they were. It really was really good. good. I enjoyed it, and I was carbo loading, so I just ate a lot. So we did that, and that's whenever we we left it. there. Yeah, we that was all we really did at Hollywood Studios that day. So we headed over. I believe we went over to Magic Kingdom. You're right. So we went to Magic Kingdom because I really wanted to get a picture with Mickey and Minnie in their birthday celebration outfits. I almost, when I was making the notes for this, almost typed birthday suits. And I was like, that's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's not it at all. Um, But they're white. Mickey's wearing a suit and Minnie's wearing a dress. And they are white with rainbow confetti. And polka dots all over. So 100% would wear if someone bought me that dress because it's so cute. I'm serious. You got something with that, but it wasn't a dress. Different coast. Eventually. Eventually. Different coast. But I'm, I'm just throwing it out there that if somebody wanted to buy me that dress, I would wear it. There was a girl actually in the park that was wearing it. I believe she made it herself, and it was just the cutest thing. So that was cool. Right, so... That was pretty much all the all the park stuff that we did for that day. We didn't go on very many things, uh, so we headed back to our hotel for a little bit uh, before we headed over to Disney Springs. And this was this, this really was a chill vacation yeah, for us, especially I mean, Sunday this. Sunday was yeah. a big day, so this this coast was really usually we're like park open, park close, 
gotta go, gotta go. And this was really not like that. Right. So we didn't have any dinner reservations because we went into the plan of eating pizza the night before Rachel's race. So we headed over to Disney Springs and I decided that I I still wanted pizza, but I also wanted to try Chicken Guy. So that was, um, that's a new restaurant or a quick service place that opened up underneath of Planet Hollywood. Hollywood. So they have chicken fingers and fries. I think they have some chicken sandwiches and a couple other um, side dishes and stuff like that. But they're known for their chicken, of course, hence Chicken Guy. But they also have, I think it was like 24 different sauces or something along the lines <laughs> yeah, of that. Yeah, a lot. But I think I had Chipotle Ranch, a buttermilk ranch, and you got... Or we also got a barbecue sauce, and you got I honey like mustard. I mustard. So we, we got the grilled chicken, and we got um, the regular fried chicken and the side of fries. So we split all of that. It was, it was good, but if, if I, you... I felt it's hard like the to, line outside... Right. Did not we w- reflect the quality of the food. We waited for probably 15 minutes before we placed our order in line. And it was good, but I don't know if I would wait 15 minutes again for it. Yeah. it's. I mean, if you're in this area and you've heard of Raising Cane's or if you're in the South and you've heard of Zaxby's, it's the chicken is very similar to that, except they have a little bit more so. sauces. I didn't, I didn't think that it was that good. Well, even I mean, I didn't yeah. dislike it. I would eat it again, but I wasn't. I wouldn't wait fifteen. And maybe part of the issue was honestly that it was like forty bucks. By the it time we expensive. got, by the time we got two orders of chicken fingers and some fries and some drinks, it was like forty dollars. And I think maybe for forty dollars, I was expecting like the king of chicken fingers, and right. I just I didn't really get that. So that's probably. I mean, it's good if the line is short. I would suggest it. Um, but I don't think that I would be for for as many other better food choices that there are. I don't know that I would go back. Right. So we went from Chicken Guy, and, and we then we went to which our goal was is to try. Well, it, it was our, I, it was our plan one. going in. I, allow me. So if you know me personally, you know that I eat pizza before any form of competitive exercise at all. So I wanted to find pizza to eat before the night before the race. And we have eaten at, what is it, Via Napoli? We've eaten in Italy Via Napoli. And yep, we've also... And it's okay, but it's not great. Right. There's, there's, there's a couple pizza places around that we've had. We've had the pizza at the boardwalk once yeah. a while pizza, back. Pizza Rizzo's okay, but... We love Maria and Enzo's at Disney Springs. We send clients there and they love it. We love it personally. And they opened a quick service restaurant called Pizza Point with an E, fancy, um, right next to the restaurant. And oh my goodness, best pizza on property. Yeah, it no was, question. It was very good. It The pizza we had, we got pepperoni. We each got a pepperoni slice. And then I think you got some sort of Sicilian uh white it was almost a white pizza so they have it it's all right, all right so what are it's not an easel but like you know that white long like butcher paper almost that you can pull and then yeah, write te- on teachers used to have them on the easel they would pull down yeah. some paper they would write so stuff in. they have a different menu every day 
with the exception of the the staples, like the big, it's like big Saboro pizza yeah, at the, the airport. The slices, the are, slices ginormous. are ginormous, but those pretty much always stay the same. They have like a cheese and pepperoni, and then some sort of meat, and you know, like those are those are pretty similar all the time. But then they have these—is it deep dish or Sicilian? It's, it's like a I Sicilian guess, style. It's the, a thick. Crust. They didn't have pepperoni, and that's what I usually prefer to eat. But they had it was like four cheese. Basically white pizza. Yeah, because it didn't have a red sauce. It had a white sauce. Right. And oh my gosh, it was so good. So good. I I mean, it was pretty reasonably priced. Like for as giant that the, as the pizza slices were, I think our whole meal was like $24. Was it was about $20. And we for... got drinks and three pieces of huge pizza yeah. and something else. But it, it was, I mean, it was awesome. So awesome. Would recommend, would eat it again, probably more frequently than I care to admit, but it was fantastic. Right. So that was that was about it for the night. We headed back to the hotel after that. Oh, I and got a I, cupcake. Oh, did you have a cupcake that night? Sure did. Oh, okay. Well, so we <laughs> stopped at a place called Sprinkles. Yeah, I know. When we sometimes talk about that. It's pretty good cupcakes. I wonder if they know. would sponsor us. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we don't have the listener clientele that they're probably searching for. Agree but, to disagree. But so we headed back to our, uh, we headed back to resort, and we happened to have a room. Uh, I think we were on the third or fourth floor. Third. Third floor, but it happened to look out at Epcot, so you could see the top, the tops of some of the buildings in Epcot. I think we could see, um, you could see France, you could see the top of uh, Soren. And you could, I think you could see a little bit of Spaceship Earth. So we sat outside on the balcony and were able to watch Illuminations uh, from our from our room. So we, you couldn't see everything, but you could still see all the fireworks. And you could hear the music. The yeah, and you could hear the music too. And we weren't the only ones doing it. I think the people in the room we next to us. We started a trend, though. We went out first. Yeah, we, I got out there a little early. I was excited. But yeah, there had to be multiple families all sitting out on their balconies watching. Yeah. Um, so that wrapped up that day. I think we went. And, uh, I fell asleep by like ten thirty. Yeah. And I think you fell asleep shortly after that. Yeah, I watched right about the yeah, same time. Yeah, the Pens were playing that night, so I watched the end of the hockey game and I went they to sleep. They lost. They did. They did they? Yeah. Yeah, because I woke up. So our alarm went off at two thirty, and if you want to know what happens between two thirty and noon, listen to the previous episode because we already right. talked about it. So at about noon, I finally hobbled my way back to the hotel and I FaceTimed my mom so that I could tell her what happened. And I wasn't hungry. Like, I remember not being hungry at all, but you were like, you need to go eat something and you probably should go in the pool because I wasn't tired either. Like, I mean, we had been up for nine hours already and we weren't tired. So he's like that. And that's one of the reasons why he wanted to stay at Beach Club, like in, in... addition to being close to the finish line it has a really awesome pool it probably has the best one in my opinion it's the best pool on property i mean it has a in lazy terms river. of like actual yeah it's got sand on the bottom a lazy river it's really big it shares with the yacht club so i mean but for me well it is cool i prefer adult only pools because i don't like Splashing. Yeah, I want to splash ruined, everything. I am a giant fun sucker, and I'm fine with it. But I personally do not care for super loud, busy pools. So, and they have both. So we walked over to the big pool. What is it called? Is it like uh, the? Is it? 
Is it Castaway something? No. no. I thought, doesn't it have like a, an, um, not an umbrella, like a carousel? No, that's Boardwalk. Boardwalk oh. has the carousel. Okay. But either I way. I don't know. So we went Anyhow, to the big pool. So and... we went over to the big pool and we went to Hurricane Hannah's, which is the quick service restaurant. Right at the pool. Right at the pool. I got a, it was a buffalo chicken wrap and some french fries. And I got a, it was a pulled pork, pulled sandwich, pork sandwich that had coleslaw on it. And it was very good. Yeah, it was. It, I liked yeah. it. And for, I mean, for for really not being hungry at all, like I I ate most of it. Yeah, I was I was impressed, especially for like poolside. You don't really think that that's right. It was be very good food quality. for something that was right next to the pool. Right, it really was, and it was it was busy too. Like it was. Well, it was, it was right around lunchtime too. That's true. I guess I just I was impressed that they were able to handle that many orders. Yeah, like, efficiently. Yeah, it's not a very big it's building. Small it's small, and a you have to up. eat outside. But it was very good. Um, so we walked around. Actually, I was like hobbling around. And so we decided to go back to the quiet pool for a little while. So we went back there and we went in for like an hour. You made me go in the jacuzzi and sit there. Yeah, we, well, it, and then I had to it, go in the time pool. Time flew by because we, it didn't, it really didn't feel like we were in the pool for that long, but we really were. Yeah. And then we fell asleep. That, and that's so. I'm a very security-oriented person. Like, I know that's kind of a random thing to say. But we fell asleep on the pool chairs for, like, an hour. Yeah. And normally, I would not do that because I have my wallet. I have my phone. Like, I just... I have my valuables, and I would not be comfortable doing that. But that's where having a magic band comes into play. Because if you're wearing it, someone's probably not going to take it off of you. Use it. Know your PIN code and have a bunch of charges racked up to your room by the time you wake up so i was comfortable doing it i mean there weren't a lot of people around it was really a quiet place it was secluded i was comfortable so i wanted to bring that up just because you don't have to that's one thing that you don't have to worry about right the and now if you're in your 20s or something like that and you did want to buy an adult beverage or cocktail something like that you would have to have your id um your For age, reference, right. you have to have your ID all the time because your dad got carded a long time That's ago. True. Like after, you like okay, so Zach showed his driver's license, and Zach and his dad look exactly the same, but his dad just looks older. And so Zach showed his driver's license, and the bartender would not serve his dad because he didn't have his license or a photo ID with his right. birthday. So on it. it's good to have it on you if you're planning on drinking, just because your magic band does not have work as an ID. Yeah, so. That's the only thing you may need to have with you if you're going down to the pool bar or something like that and you don't want to have your wallet with you. And if you're not going to the pool bar, you probably don't need to worry about it. Right. Like me. All right. So then we went back up to the room. Oh, that was the other nice thing. Our pool, the pool was right outside our room. Well, yeah, the quiet like right pool over at the villas. Yeah, it's right, yeah, the, it was right below it. Like, I mean, a four second walk. So that was nice. Uh, so we went back up to the room, got cleaned up because we were going to the boathouse for dinner uh, i feel like sometimes we get really repetitive when we talk about where we went to eat because we like what we like and the boathouse is fantastic so we still try new things every once in a while but it just all happens that we end up back at some of the same places over and over and there's a reason we do um we find what we like and we kind of stick with it yeah the boathouse rocks the food's good now for to clarify i know that we've talked about it before but if you're new listening to the podcast the boathouse is an oyster bar so right. they have a lot of seafood, 
but Zach will tell you that that is the best steak on property. Yes, it, it is. In his the, opinion. It's the best steak I've had. Uh, there's a couple places that I haven't been to, um, like the Yachtsman uh, Steakhouse at the Yacht Club, and then also uh, Shula's, which is over. It's either at the Swan or Dolphin. I can't remember. But of all the steak that I've had on property, I believe that the Boathouse has the best one. And I actually didn't get a filet. when. Well, I had steak, but I didn't get my normal filet whenever we were there. I had the... Uh, it was the filet sliders or steak sliders, something like that. It was, I think it's two or three um, mini steak sandwiches that come with fries. Um, but I also had a salad with that too. What did you have? You didn't have a salad. You had a salad oh, of baked macaroni I and also cheese. had a salad too. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Their salad's great there. I got muscles. Because they have the warm rolls. <laughs> so I needed <laughs> something to soak up my dressing. That's oh. how I remember. Okay. Well, you also got baked macaroni and cheese. Yeah, you can't. That stuff's Go good. there without getting. That's uh, really good. Uh, I had mussels because I like mussels, and then I got crab cakes, right? Because I enjoy those as well. And the the macaroni is it's not family size. It kind of is. It's it's, it's, it's for a, two people. Yeah, it's a side for the table, so it's big. So I had some of that because the stuff really is fantastic. It's very good. And I think I also ate like six rolls. Yeah, they're rolls they're, really good. I don't. Are they Hawaiian rolls? Uh, they might be. But they have just, some sort of glaze on it. They're just covered in butter. It's awesome. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I mean, I ate a lot those. of those. And then we went to Sprinkles, because I like Sprinkles. Again. Again. And then we did something that we have not done before. We took, like I, I mentioned, um, the Saturday, Saturday, Friday night, when we went to Fireworks at right. Magic Kingdom. You cannot get from Disney Springs directly to a theme park. And they do that so you can't park for free over at Disney Springs and then get on a bus to the park. If you're going to do that, you have to work for it a little bit. So we went from Disney Springs to Animal Kingdom Lodge because of the 25 plus resorts on property. That is one of two that Zach and I have not stayed in. We're really... Yeah. yeah, when people are like, so where have you stayed? I will it's s- usually easier to tell them I, where we have not stayed. I will say whenever we left there, yeah, before we even left, I made the comment that I want to stay here. Or I yeah, want to stay so, there. So Animal Kingdom Lodge is awesome. Um, I have friends that stay there frequently because some of the rooms are Savannah View rooms. So you can look out your on your balcony or sit on your balcony and there's a Savannah with live animals just right you could wake up and there's a giraffe right outside a giraffe chilling in your in your window so that's awesome um but there are i mean we don't need to go into like full details but we just wanted to go we wanted to check it out because we've heard lots of good things about the restaurants there we've heard lots of good things about the theming it's very similar to wilderness lodge i mean it's outdoorsy nature animal you know whatever but it's awesome and if you have kids that like animals, would recommend. Or if you're planning on spending a lot of time in Animal Kingdom, would recommend. Yeah, because th- sure. we, we got there and we were planning on just like, oh, see it real quick and then hop on the bus go to Animal Kingdom. Yeah. And we ended up walking around in there for 20, maybe 30 minutes taking pictures and yeah. just seeing everything. And now we only went to, there's Animal Kingdom, Kidani the- and Jumbo, But I think we were just, we just were we in We were just in Jumbo House. Right. Yeah, so that that's cool. But um, the second stop on the bus would have been right. Kidani Village. So, yeah, would recommend that for sure. Um, I think we're looking at staying there in the next few years because yeah. that was that was really cool and definitely worth exploring. 
So we went from there to Animal Kingdom because we had a fast pass for Flight of Passage. And quite frankly, by this time, I was like really dragging, but Flight of Passage is, <laughs> is yeah. worth it. So I think the park closed at 8. Yeah, and we had a, our night. fast. I think we got on the ride at 7.30. Yeah, maybe. we got on the ride at 7.30 because we were going to try to sneak over and get on the last um, safari bus, but we couldn't because, I mean, it was just rude at that point like for us to be getting on the ride. Right, I think we got off, I think we got off the off of or out of Flight of Passage at probably 7.50, so we would have really had to book yeah, it over just, there. And I, I, I couldn't. Quite frankly, it's true. like I, I, well, I wanted to because we don't get to see the safari at night very often, and it was dark, so the yep. animals would have been different than what you see during the day, and certainly more active because it's not hot and the sun's not roasting everyone. But um, yeah, so we just decided to be polite and leave. <laughs> yeah. So that wrapped up our our, our Sunday. Sunday. So Monday morning, we were actually kind of busy. On Monday. Monday. Yeah, we were all over the we, place We on did Monday. a lot on Monday. So we started at Magic Kingdom. And when we dine in Magic Kingdom, we, of course, go to Crystal Palace. And for those of you that are new listening, we go there a lot because ever since I was little, my family has gone there for a couple reasons. I don't know if it started because my mom likes Winnie the Pooh or if because we went there one time and they have what my family lovingly refers to as fried sugary goodness at the kids' corner in the buffet. So it's a, bre- it's a buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, and speaking of that, if any of you out there listeners <laughs> have had Crystal Palace for lunch or dinner and you enjoy it, please let Rachel know so we can go there. For some reason, she is boycotting it for lunch and dinner and will not let me eat it. We are there every once in a while. We'll have like a 10 o'clock or 1030 breakfast reservation and they're turning it over for lunch whenever we're finishing up and I'm just drooling over what they have on there, but I never get to eat it. So if any of you out there eat it for lunch or dinner and you think it's great, because it probably is great, please, please (laughs) let Rachel know so I can go there. That is all. Thanks. Okay. PSA over. Good. Soapbox on, off. On to it. Next thing. All right. So following Crystal Palace, Zach, of course, ate too much. So we walked from there to the People Mover, which is... It's just a staple after oh, Crystal yeah, Palace. Yeah, it's our recommendation for any time you eat too much in the Magic Kingdom, just head on over to the People Mover and ride around for 10 minutes and you'll be fine. Uh, so we went from there. I, I feel like we did some other stuff in between, like maybe things that didn't require... Did, long lines. We didn't go on Buzz Lightyear. No. I feel I mean, like we did something. I don't, I don't know. know. It was late. It got, it got later, so we might have went over to Mine Train right after that. Well, so, oh, Monday was a big day of eating, basically. Yes. Yeah. So we went from Crystal Palace, rode a couple of rides, one of which is we had a fast pass for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. We got on that a few minutes early and then went to be our guest for lunch. In my opinion, that is the best time of day to go to be our guest. And it's also the best use of a, if you're on the dining plan and mm. you have a quick service credit, that's probably the best use of a quick service credit that there is maybe on all the sure, property. because you get a lot of food. And you get a, a, you get a great experience in there too. You get the atmosphere and all the other stuff. So that's a, 
Agree. If, if you're if you have a quick service dining credit or dining plan, uh, try to put that on your schedule because you cannot go wrong with that. Agreed. So we went from there and started making our way toward the front of the park and rode Pirates of the Caribbean, and we went from there out of the park and went to Hollywood Studios. Right. We wanted to. There now this was Monday, so there's been there were videos of the Skyliner testing uh, before we got there. And they weren't doing anything on Saturday and Sunday just because it was the weekend at the time. So we wanted to give it a shot and see if the Skyliner was moving. And it just happened to be, I think it was testing whenever we got there. It, no, no, on the way out. On the way out it was. Yeah, because right. I went Facebook Live just like, hey, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. Take a look at it. And then um, when we were leaving, it was testing. So that was neat. Um, so that's going to be a really important method of transportation come time for Star Wars Land to open because one of the lines runs to and from Hollywood Studios and a couple of the other resorts. So that's going to be really crucial to getting people in and out and away from the right. park. So we did that. Then we rode the boat from Hollywood Studios to Epcot. Right, and so that the boat that we're talking about it stops at, if you stay in one of the Epcot Resort area hotels. Um, it stops at Swan so and start, Dolphin. Start at Hollywood. Yeah, Studios. so you, if you start at Hollywood Studios, it will stop at Swan and Dolphin, then Beach Club and Yacht Club, then to Boardwalk. Or maybe I'm do- no, You're it doing no. Go, it, it goes Swan and Dolphin, then Boardwalk, then Beach and Yacht Club, and then directly over to Epcot. And then it on the way back, it just goes back, stops at all the other hotels. And- back to Hollywood Studios. Yeah, so you can also walk from Hollywood Studios to Epcot. It's um, a long walk. We've we've done it. It's not bad, but I was still incapable of moving for more than like 20 feet at a time. It is shaded. That is one yes. thing that I think is really nice. So if, if you are leaving, you know, you're leaving Fantasmic or the Star Wars fireworks and you don't feel like waiting in line for the boat, you can walk. And I will say it's our first trip um, that we went together, we stayed at Boardwalk, and where our room was located, it was at the very, uh, I don't know if that's northern or southern, I think it's southern part of Boardwalk, and from our room to Hollywood Studios, it was actually a quicker walk to walk to Hollywood Studios than it would have been to walk to the boat. So it depending on where your room is at Boardwalk or if you're at some of the other places, it could be quicker just to walk instead of riding the boat. So... I'm going to go off on a completely random tangent that doesn't make any sense to this. So just veer off with me and then we'll go back. So Zach and I started dating in the fall of 2013 and we went on our first trip to Disney in the summer of 2014, which he was just talking about. We stayed at the boardwalk and he told me before we went that he wanted to get a shirt for every time that we went on a trip together. So interestingly enough, yesterday two days two days two days ago i pulled i was doing some house cleaning and cleaning out my my closet and we still get them like every time we go and uh so i pulled out the stack in the five years that zach and i have been traveling to walt disney world we have been there 17 times we have 17 shirts to uh Represent so all of our friends that always make fun of us that all we do is go to Disney. Maybe they're do. not. They're maybe right. they're not so far off. Uh, I mean, I knew it was a lot, but I didn't realize it was that many. So I want to kind of take that 
opportunity to tell people that like we go often and we're very well versed in a lot of stuff. I mean, if you want to travel for the Food and Wine Festival or the Flower and Garden Festival or a race or summer vacation or spring break or Christmas or Thanksgiving, like we've been there, we've done it, we've experienced it and we've experienced it recently. So we can help you if you have questions or if you're concerned about something like we're full of random useless knowledge for the most part hmm. so off tangent we're gonna like pull back into the the driveway here just pulled back into epcot oh there you go we pulled into all right so yeah we took our little detour and now we're at epcot so my sister uh she's back <laughs> so we walked around the countries and actually explored them more in depth than we ever have before because we kind of always like if we're not eating there we don't spend a lot of time like in the back of the countries right and so we were walking through were we walking through because i wanted the churros yeah or were we trying we, to go somewhere else well, we had <laughs> we had a dinner reservation i think at 6 30 ish at tip on Edo. Uh-huh. um and we got there at like 5 30 so we had about an hour and they have so we were there during the festival of the arts so they had a lot of art inspired food and one of the things that they had were churros covered in colored chocolate to make them look like paintbrushes. And I had seen them on Instagram a few weeks before we went. And I thought they were really cute and I wanted to try them because I've not actually ever had a churro before that experience. But, so, okay, yeah. So we come in through the International Gateway and we had to walk all the way over by Test Track to get these bloody churros. So I'm like hobbling along, doing all the stuff. And my sister's like, hey, have you guys ever been in the back of Morocco? And I'm like, I don't think so. So she's like, come on, it's really cool. We got to go back there. And I learned, or we learned, that Morocco is the only country that funded the construction construction of their country in Epcot. So when they did it, they made it totally legit and i probably should post some pictures of it on the internet because i did take some because they're awesome right they they really wanted to represent themselves how they truly are i mean they the fact that they authentically they put their own money into it so they knew they were going to do it right now that's not quality of the materials and and that's not saying the other countries around world showcase aren't authentic or they're crummy or something like that they just they really they really did their country right if i can i mean i guess it's i mean it's hard to say it was very authentic it was very well done and it was very high quality like the details are things that people don't necessarily pick up on because having never been there before and not knowing anything about the country you know, walking in and being able to see the artifacts and the authentic clothing and apparel, and this is what a legit building looks like. Right. In this kind of like it was. And cool. I'll and I'll say, and it was, and the one thing I noticed is whenever you're in some of the countries, say you're in um, maybe Norway or even I'm trying to think of another one that China. You can whenever you're in it, you can still see. The other areas around you, so you you get a you don't get a true feel like you're in there. But whenever we were in Morocco, we were, were so surrounded, and it felt like you actually were walking through Morocco. For I sure. give them credit for that. Yeah, there's no doubt. So we continue to hobble our way over to the the paintbrush churros. We goose mostly me. 
I was hobbling. Everyone else was walking like normal human beings. Uh, Made it over to the churros. And they had like three things or four things at this little kiosk. And one of them was the churros. So the people in the kiosk were making four things kind of all day. Now I'm saying that because I ordered my paintbrush churros and I took my receipt and I handed it to the girl in the window and she turns around and she's like, churros! And this lady just takes four churros and like kind of, I don't want to swear on the podcast, but it was like not even a good dunk. Like it didn't even cover like an inch of this churro. I guess the other thing was, was we were there, it was, was it the last weekend of the festival? uh, No. Yes. Maybe, yeah, yeah, I think it was, it was the last weekend. So imagine dunking churros in chocolate <laughs> for 40 days. I'd be a little I tired of it too. not impressed. They were cute enough, I guess. But for my first experience of a churro, I wanted it to be like phenomenal. And I just didn't really get that vibe. So I would like to try again with a different churro. But I guess we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't like, oh, this is amazing. So then I hobbled and they... 180 degree turn back yeah, to the World Showcase. Back to the World Showcase so we could make our dining reservation at T-Pan Ito, which is a hibachi style restaurant, if you're not familiar. Really good. The food Very is good. The food is good, but the people that... Or the, the, the wait... I don't... Wait staff, chefs... Oh, however, all the the people, they make the experience for sure. So that was really neat. My sister and I actually tried a new thing. It's called a volcano roll. It's a California roll, but they, it's sushi, but they put it on the grill and then they dump like, it's like volcano sauce. I think they call it. Yeah, but I don't know. It's like spicy sauce that they mix shrimp and scallops into. And it was really good. Would recommend for sure. And you do get that as your... You could get that as an appetizer on, on the dining plan. Right. And I was, just, I was just going to say, um, if you are on the dining plan, this is another great opportunity to take advantage of a table credit. Uh, because I think that that's only a one table credit. Correct. But I believe our bill for the three of us was close to $160. Yep. So... To think that a table service credit ends up coming out to about $31 and change, that is a great deal for a table credit. Absolutely, because, I mean, you get a lot of food, and it's really good. So we went to T-Pan Edo. Did we walk around after? No, I think we just headed... We, we got a fast pass for Illuminations while we were uh, waiting for dinner. Oh, that's right. So... But we went in the store. I think that was before. That might have been before... We, okay, so, oh yeah, back when we were exploring the country. Right. we stopped there too. It's huge under there, and they have all kinds of random stuff, so make sure you go in there and take a look, unless you want to just buy a bunch, or you don't want to buy a bunch of little tchotchkes and things, then don't go in yeah, there, because that's basically the, all it is. The moral of the story that we learned is don't just fly by all the countries. There's a lot of stuff to see and do. There's more to do than just eat and drink around the countries. Agreed. I mean, we could have spent... Don't be uncultured. ...a full day <laughs> if we would have, would have gotten into detail like we did in Japan or Morocco. Yeah, You can sure. spend a lot of time... For sure. ...in World Showcase. Yeah. So we did that, and then we walked over to the Fast Pass reserved viewing location for Illuminations... Which we have not done before. Yeah, we usually time. watch 
illuminations from the bridge over by the International yep. Gateway. And that this was legit. Like, yep. this was a really great place to watch because you could stay sitting down if you really wanted to. We we all stood up when I it think started. We, I was going to say we stood up right as it but started. But still, like, you were not crowded at all. There were people. And it's... It's on an angle, right. like a, a, a slanted sidewalk. So, so you people can are in front see. of you, yeah. You can still see over top of them. Yeah, and that, I mean, that was really cool because my sister is short and Zach will tell you that I'm short. So it's nice to, it was nice to not be crammed and still be able to see everything. And we didn't have to get there early at no, all. No, we walked in five, like, ten minutes before it started. Where yeah. normally for illuminations, it's all first come, first serve around the lagoon so you got to get there a little early but for this you're able to just stroll in right before it starts and you still have probably the best view i would say and one thing that i think is really nice so they used to shoot fireworks from like 10 feet away from you and i which was awesome i absolutely hated it because it was loud it was like a Fireworks are loud. It's like a rocket launcher, and you get ash all over everything, and it just was not good. But they don't do that anymore. They built these little oh, they built little in the middle of the water. You know those little things they put in the middle of the water, and uh, so now they shoot them off from the middle of the the water instead of right next to you. I liked it creating the still. I liked it better when they shot them off three feet from your head. Made you feel like you're really in it. I wasn't really a fan of that. So, end Monday, we saw uh, Illuminations walk back to the hotel. Yep. That was it. That was it. And then, I wish we had a drum roll, like, thing. A little insert sound clip. Because I have had a bucket list item to visit both Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty Castle on the same day. It is possible... If you go from east to west because of the time difference or the time, the different time zones. So that's what we did on Tuesday. We woke up, went to Magic Kingdom, got on a plane, and flew to Disneyland. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. So that's it. We'll leave you in suspense for <laughs> two weeks for from now. For two whole weeks. Yeah. That, so that begins our two coast, two castles, one day adventure. So, Yeah. That's it for Disney World. That was our four-day... That's it for Disney World. It was super laid back. It was it was pretty uncharacteristic of what we usually do. Yep. Just because you know, we weren't trying to like kill ourselves. Yeah, before. I mean, as I said... Because we were gone for eight days total. Yeah, and as I said, I mean, there were days we didn't use a single fast pass. Which was weird. Yeah. So, okay. Any, it, I think that's all. Yeah. So, if you like what you hear, please tell us that you like it by giving us a review and writing... A review. Yeah, give us a rating and a review. You know, those things. On whatever platform that you listen to. Uh, please don't forget to take the survey. It's a really good survey. It'll only take 45 seconds of your life. It's in the show notes down at the bottom. Anything else? Nope. All right, see you in two weeks. Thanks, guys. For more information about booking your vacation, please send me an email at rachel at smallworldbigfun.com or sending me a message on my Facebook page, Rachel Tilvis, Small World Big Fun. Have a magical day!